This story is a part of our book, They Can't Pull Us Up, Harriet Tubman and Her Life, available on Amazon. Henry Perdue was enslaved in the Bucktown area in Dorchester County. This is the same area of Maryland where Harriet and her family were enslaved. Henry's owner one day threatened to sell him south, and in March of 1857, Henry decided to escape. He was a large man, about 27 years old, and he was determined to seek his freedom using the network of people who were willing to try to help people who were escaping from slavery. He was also able to get instructions from Harriet Tubman, probably through her father, and he also likely received help from, the man, from a man by the name of Samuel Green, who was also a friend and an associate of Harriet Tubman. Henry Bordeaux set out on his journey with Thomas Elliott, Denard Hughes, Lavina Wolfley, James Wolfley, Bill Kia, Emily Kia, and at least one other person. These eight travelers made the long journey through the landscape of the eastern shore along the Chesapeake Bay in Maryland, navigating through its wetlands, the wooded areas, and its marshes. When they got in Dover, to Dover, Delaware, they were instructed to meet up with a man by the name of Thomas Otwell. The eight men and women had been given instructions by Harriet Tubman, undoubtedly given to them through other people, and they followed the instructions every step of the way. When they arrived in Delaware, they did not necessarily suspect that there would be any undue trouble. Thomas Otwell was a black man who knew Harriet Tubman and apparently helped her on several of her journeys through Delaware. Many times, Harriet and others would pay people to perform certain tasks in support of the Underground Railroad, housing people or picking up someone, escorting escapees to different places and things of that nature. These tasks were rewarded with a little bit of money to help ensure that the assignment got done and to provide the person with some type of reward for the risk they were taking. By the time the eight men and women reached Dover, Delaware, there was a $3,000 reward for their arrest. Thomas Otwell was supposed to meet the, eight, the Dover Eight and take them to the home of William Brinkley, who was also an African-American man who sometimes helped escape slaves through that part of Delaware and who also knew Harriet Tubman. Instead of taking the eight men and women to William Brinkley's house, Otwell led them to the local jail. He had notified the sheriff and others ahead of time that he would be bringing by the escapees. It was nighttime, and it was a little difficult to see. As Otwell led them up the stairs, remarking that they were cold, but that they would soon have a good warming. Once they got in, a light was lit, and the eight men and women noticed the iron bars. A brutal fight broke out between the people who would be captives and the sheriff and his men. The group managed to make it down one flight of stairs, and the brawl continued into the sheriff's private apartment. The sheriff's wife and children were awakened, and they began screaming and were scared for their lives. Henry Prudhoe noticed a shovel of fire that was used to help keep fireplaces going at that time, and he spread its contents all over the floor. This gave them a little bit of time. The two women who were with him jumped through the window. Henry Prudhoe then picked up an andiron, or heavy iron supports that were used to hold the wood inside of the fireplace, and he smashed out the rest of the window. The other men then jumped out of the window. The distance to the ground was about 12 feet, and each of them made it out. Upon hitting the ground, they were faced with a wall surrounding the jail, but desperate times would bring out the best of efforts. Seven of them made it over the wall. Six of them managed to run off, but, but for one of them, it was unclear exactly where he went. By the time Henry Bedell got to the other side of the wall, the sheriff was standing right there facing him. The sheriff stood there in his stockings and without his shoes, and he pointed his pistol directly at Henry's face, but it did not go off. Henry Bedell was able to get away. 
Thomas Garrett, who was an abolitionist and an Underground Railroad supporter, wrote a, wrote a letter in 1857, in March of 1857. He said, I have a letter this day from an agent of the Underground Railroad near Dover, saying I must be on the lookout for six brothers and two sisters. They were decoyed and betrayed, he said, by a colored man named Thomas Otwell, who pretended to be their friend, and then sent a white man ahead to wait for them in Dover until they arrived, and then they were arrested. They broke jail. Six of them are secreted away in the neighborhood, and the writer has not known what became of the other two. The six were to start last night for this place. I hear that their owners have persons stationed at several places in the roads watching for them. I fear they will be taken. I shall have two men sent this evening some four or five miles below to keep them away from this town. The majority of the Dover Eight, including Henry Padot, made it to William Still and the Vigilance Committee of the Underground Railroad in Philadelphia. William Still, who was a famous abolitionist, documented their story and sent them on their way with help from the committee. Several of the eight were confirmed to have made it all the way to Canada, but nothing is known about what happened to Henry Padot after 1857. This is just one example of the kinds of things people did and what they went through to gain their own freedom. <laughs>